This week we're heading to the land of the rising sun, sampling the Matsui Mizunara cask, single malt Japanese whiskey from the Kurayoshi distillery. Yep, and Nick asked me to talk all about my recent trip to the Isle of Skye. And if newcomers are wondering what our faces look like, why not head over to Whiskey and Things Podcasts on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget to give us a review or rating. And please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single show ever. Smash that subscribe button. You're listening to Whiskey and Things with Nick Kent and Dave Giles. Welcome to episode 118. 118. We've got your number. Is that right? 118. <laughs> Mate, I wish I had that much hair. What, the 118 guys? Yeah, they had all the hair. Well, it's fashionable to have the tash now after Top Gun. Oh, oh of course. I'm not well, sure I haven't seen the... it yet. I'm going to see it tomorrow. Sure. Oh, mate, you're going to love it. Anyway, um, you're Dave Giles. I'm Nick Kent. I'm not sure oh, if you yeah, did that, that whole thing. <laughs> that was um, it. Welcome to Whiskey and Things podcast. But yeah, Top Gun's great. Are you seeing it in IMAX? Nah, it's too much for me. I, I'm not sure if it's because the vision... It, I thought in... it was. I thought uh, it was, but I saw it and I sat at the back and it was great. It was really Anything good. I've seen that includes really fast-moving stuff in IMAX is just too much for my brain. Right. And I'd rather not see it in a screen that big. Right. Is that right? 118. Well, yeah, I, I, recommend, I recommend it 118. I do. Um, you have two working eyes. How do you know? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> yeah, right. my, my, my left eye can't cope with all that stuff. I end up just with a headache. So, uh, yeah, I'll just see it normally. Right. With a normal screen. With uh, normal people. Enjoy it. With normal people, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I was thinking, right, last week we had guests on, so we didn't talk about your trip to um, to Sky. Oh, yeah. Should we, have, should we pour a little bit of what we're going to be drinking this week? Absolutely. And just, and just have a bit of a catch up with that. Sure. Do, do me a little, um, a little sting, a little sting first. All right. How does this work again? This week's whiskey. That's how that works. Yeah, it is. The Matsui single malt Japanese whiskey from... Kara Yoshi Distillery. This is their Mizunara cask. Um, but yeah, more on, that. more on that later. I have a bit of a. It's a screw top. Oh, is it? Is it a nice screw top? I'm gonna say I've seen better. Okay. Didn't I? Sh- did I show you this when we were up? We did, I, I think. think I the... think I might have done, but it feels like forever ago that I was up. Yes. There you go. It's this. Kind I mean, of I was there when you did the sample, so I, I was clearly would have been there when you unscrewed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It's not like a metal Jameson type thing. So, or it's, yeah, which I think is I think that's a much better opener than the metal Jameson's one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, it's it's got to come a long way. So again, I'd rather have a screw top from a distillery that's come half around the world and could possibly have soaked a cork. You know yeah, what I mean? Agreed. So agreed. I'm, I'm fine with that. But anyway, Dave, let's talk about your. Your trip. We cut you off last week because we have a lot, yeah. to, lot to talk about. You we to, did have a lot Sky. to talk about last, night, last week, didn't we? Um, great night. interview, though. I'm still not over how good that interview was last week. I really enjoyed that. Danny Walker and Liam Hurt of the yeah. Circumstance. Circumstance Delivery. Circumstance? Circumstance? Circumstance. Circumstance. What's your circumstance on it? Good point. Yeah? Uh, circumstance. Yeah. I would if always say Circumstance. It, if you were to sing that in an American accent, because I would say, say in, yeah, you would say circumstance. If you I were mean, northern, you isn't it weird how I did the northern one and you did the southern one, and you live up north and I live down south? Isn't that weird? With stance, as stance, in, yeah. St- but I would did always you? say stance. You're right. 
Oh, language is weird. Do you know what I was just thinking before we press record? Isn't the word park a weird word? Park? Yeah. P-A-R-K. Yeah, it's just a weird word. Why? I don't know. Uh, You take the P off, it's still arc. I just went out to my car to get a lead, to get a cable, as they say in the US, and I heard like some people walking past going, oh, where's Hill Park? And I just thought, it's such a weird word. It's such a weird word. Anyway, like... Because it incorporates so many different things. Like, why does park? Why did park end up being about fields or play places for kids, and also where you where you park your car? It's, like, a, it's a space. It's, it's a, a space. weird. It's a weird word. That's all I'm saying. It's had so many different uses. Every word looks weird if you stare at it enough. As well. Good point. Also, I was, I was staring at the word <laughs> English the other day. Oh, that's of, a weird word. Isn't it's it a weird, weird word. word. When you look at it, it looks foreign. The more you look at it. <laughs> Which is really odd. <laughs> Which is really odd. <laughs> also, Nick, I was uh, saying happy birthday to someone called Megan, and I realised why is vegan pronounced vegan when Megan is pronounced Megan? <laughs> Surely, vegan should be V E E G A N. Megan. Oh, vegan, as in V E or maybe V E A. Because we also say vegetarian. So surely ve- it should be vegan or vegan. Yes. Vegan. Uh, yeah. Who made up vegan? Who came up with that? Anyway, we digress massively. I'm sure, there's a podcast Enjoy for this. <laughs> for this kind of stuff. There's probably a language podcast out there. I'm oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. Look for it. I'm sure yeah. Annie will tell us. Um, anyway, yeah, Sky, beautiful place, mate. Absolutely beautiful place. Went up there for what, four or five days, but including the driving, it was six days. I think the day up into Scotland, up to the Highlands, uh, up to Sky, which is like. It's west. It's an island on the west coast of Scotland, quite mm-hmm. high up. Yeah. Uh, there is two distilleries on the island. One is Talisker, and the one is Toblerone. I was going to say Toblerone. Toblerone. Uh, but that's not that's not it. One moment while I Google it. Torabeg. Well, memorable place then. Torabeg. T a t o r a b h a i g distillery, and this is a yeah. new distillery opened in. 2017, 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, the, just the place itself is wonderful. The uh, As I mentioned in the interview, I, I think it ended up in the final cut. Uh, it's like New Zealand. The, the weather changes so much uh, mm-hmm. and it just comes in, comes out, but also the landscape is very New Zealandy. Hills, sea. It's green. It's green. Yeah. You're driving along, suddenly you're driving through a ravine, all that kind of stuff. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like loads of sheep. Yeah. It was very New Zealandy. Loads of hobbits. Exactly. It, well, yeah, it was absolutely. It, and and when you're walking around, there was parts where I felt like I was walking around Jurassic Park because I had fence, big like fencing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And a a rogue goat. On the yeah, other side, exactly, yeah. and all the all the different ferns and stuff like that. I just felt like any moment I was going to come across saying "danger, do not cross." And yeah, but you were going to anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and then also you've got like Game of Thrones scenery, kind of esque scenery, and Lord of the Rings esque scenery. So it was just quite cinematic, to be honest. To be there, any photo yeah. I took did not do it justice. Just right. a wonderful place. So we did drive past uh, Talisker, so we went into Talisker and. Obviously, they used to be the only distillery on the island, and all their marketing used to say such, but now they're the oldest distillery on the island, yeah, uh, which is fun. Uh, unfortunately, the visitor centre's closed at the moment. It's being refurbed. It's opening in about two months. 
It looks like the new centre is going to be wonderful. Cool. Uh, it's not as big. For, when you look at it from the outside, it doesn't look as big as you would think, as I thought it would be. Um, it's still fairly big, but I don't really have any concept of what a distillery size should be. But is in my it, head, I thought it was going to be bigger. Is it quite far away from um, civilization? Yeah, but everything is on Sky. That's what I mean. Like, they're not going to build something massive if the people aren't going to yeah, I mean, get the right, foot traffic, if you know what I mean. In, in fairness, right around the distillery, there is a little town, and it's probably there just for the people who work right. <laughs> in the distillery, um, which is quite amusing. Uh, I'm sure we're going to talk more about my feelings on the distillery when we cover the whiskey, if we get around to it. Okay. Uh, but all I'm going to say is they make this big deal about it being by the sea. And it's, it kind of is, but it's, it's like it's by a lake. It's not like, it may have been the day I saw it. It wasn't like there was big waves crashing against and I didn't get that big sea air vibe, seaweed in the air. It's, it's a, the, the sea that it's next to is very much landlocked. It's a lock. Did you get a moist face, Dave? No, not at no, all. No moist but, face. So I kind of feel like that's a marketing thing. Yeah, uh, it doesn't take away from what they're doing in terms of creating liquid, but I just didn't really get the whole "made by the sea" as being their main tagline. I just didn't get that. Mm. Like, uh, what? That makes a kind of sense, but you're ragging that up massively. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was that was my main vibe with it. What was nice driving around uh, the Isle of Skye is you would every now and then see a little bit of like peat farming. Oh yeah, a bit of peat <laughs> yeah, like. Peep, yeah, but where people had clearly chopped stuff out and used and it for it whatever. Yeah, just but oh, right. like kind of like the square chunks that had clearly been farmed peat. Yeah, uh, which was what, which was cool. Was the chunk still there, or was it just the hole, the chunk holes, as it were? There was a bit. There was a bit of both. Sometimes you would see uh, a hole, and sometimes you would see bits where you could see that they'd left like these square blobs of peat waiting to be picked up or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what they were waiting for, but. That was that was interesting to see. Just to get dry, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So what was the um, other distillery like? Was Tour the, of Hague. Um, Tour of Hague. It's actually really nice. And it, it, it's an interesting... They, they basically bought a building, uh, found out it was listed, so then had to design the steels and all of that around the building because they couldn't mm. actually change the building too much. Right, right. Um, and I make a big deal out of that, and they say it changes the, the taste of the whiskey, and clearly it would do. Mm. Uh, but again, I feel like they're probably overegging it a little bit. But well, um, it depends if they can even fit certain stills in. They might not be able to have like uh, an ascending line arm, for example. They might have had to like have a descending one to fit under the roof because they wouldn't be able to go through the roof and a shorter neck and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. So obviously yeah. that has had had a had an issue with the, with what they're doing. So yeah. they're well, they're working towards having a ten year old. They want that to be their core, and I think it's weird that they've actually said we want to have a 10 year old as our core range because I don't know what it's going to taste like after 10 years it feels a bit premature to to commit to we're having a 10 year that's going to be where our whiskey's at its optimum Um, wow I don't know I can't like the fact they've done that rather than stick something out straight away but they have stuck stuff out straight away (laughs) as well they've got other they've got stuff I thought you said you're waiting that's what you told me the other day no so it's, it's They've got uh, what they're calling the legacy range, which is uh, out. So that every year or two, they're changing it. So I think there's going to be four different releases before they get to their core range, 10-year-old. Right. Uh, but it's a, it's in a lovely setting and near a castle and all that kind of stuff. So actually, it's a nicer spot to go and visit than where, where Talisker is. Lovely. Right. Uh, so that was cool. And then when we were driving home... Uh, we, were, we went into the Highlands and suddenly you start seeing signs for distilleries 
quite a lot. Mm. And one of them was on our, literally on the road we were driving, which was Dalwini. So we pulled in. Dalwini. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and we went into the store. There, there was no, t- we had a tour of Torapeg, by the way. Yeah. It's not very big, but we did have the little tour. Didn't let us take any photos inside the distilling room. Don't know why, because all the photos we could have taken were also on the website. So <laughs> not really sure about that. And yeah, Dalwini, no tours available. They're all sold out uh, for tours. So we couldn't do that, but went into the store. Uh, what I will say about the, t- the store for Talisker and Dalwini, obviously they're both Diageo brand distilleries. <laughs> so mm-hmm. obviously they're kind of uniform and what they're selling. Fair enough. As in, what, just core stuff, no special distillery thing? Well, no, or? they had, I mean, Dalwinnie had a distillery dish, uh, distillery exclusive, but more like they're selling other other Diageo brands as well within oh, it and okay. all that kind of stuff. And it's like, it just was more of a whiskey shop rather than specifically that distillery. Yeah, I get you. Um, oh, that's a bit, yeah, okay, I get you. Now, I have one other thing to say about Talisker, by the way, is yeah. when they, they were obviously had the... Uh, a tasting bar where you could buy some whiskey and sit there and, and do your own little tasting and stuff like that. I'm sure you could have had a range tasting. Not a Glencairn in sight. They were doing it in tumblers. The Talisker place. Talisker. Right. Okay. And they, well, didn't even, they didn't even sell any kind of tulip-shaped glass in the store either. I just thought that was odd. That's a little bit odd. Yeah. Any wine glasses around? No. No, <laughs> I could see. Anyway, it was nice seeing Dalwini. Always securing Glen Curran when you go to Scotland, everyone. Absolutely. You need one of these little travel cases like I've got in my hand right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wonderful little things. Anyway, Dalwini was was cool. It's cool cool to see it again, just because obviously we've tasted Dalwini. We know what it is. Yeah. Uh, Highest distillery in Scotland, apparently. Well, that's the weird thing. That's the one, again, they market that. They've got the winter's gold because they say it's the coldest. Obviously, Mm. we're there in June. It wasn't that cold. But when you're there, you also don't feel that high. You don't feel like you're in a mountain range. That doesn't, obviously, I know how geography works. That doesn't mean you're not high up Mm. compared to sea level. But it's a bit weird that you don't feel like you're high up, even though apparently you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's essentially just alongside the end of uh, on uh, uh, main road. A big main road goes past. Uh, it's not a glamorous location by any stretch, but yeah. it's. I mean, it's not an, in a nasty part of Scotland or anything like that. It's. I'd rather go visit there uh, and in areas around that than perhaps Glasgow. Uh, sorry, <sighs> sorry, glad Swedish friends. Um, Ooh, but hey, the West End's nice. I like the West End. Yeah, no, I'm not saying. Yeah. Can't believe but the, the, the suburbs Glasgow. of Glasgow are a bit rough, aren't they? Um, they are. I don't think I'm saying anything too controversial. <laughs> no, there. there's one part where you come in when you're driving up there. I it's not pretty. It's, it's, no, it's around the football grounds, I think. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, a little yeah. bit industrial, a little yeah. bit run down. There's certain areas that definitely have had improvement around there, for sure, and, and gen- regeneration. But yeah, that's mm. how I thought. Anyway, that was my trip to Scotland. And there was loads of other, at that point, when we were in Dalwini, and then we drove back down further south. We, we must have passed three other distilleries, but by then it was after five o'clock, so we knew the shop wouldn't be open. And by then yeah, I'd also already the definitely reason. blown my whiskey budget for the, for the year. Because <laughs> um, <so laughs> uh, if you're there, it's rude not to, isn't it? Yeah. It's, Especially it if they've got a distillery edition, yeah. like exclusive edition. Like, yeah. I'll tell you what, I resisted the duty-free this week. I went to Mallorca for a gig, everyone. Going out, the like Gatwick going out, the duty free whiskey selection was fantastic. And there were some great travel exclusives, you know, really good stuff. I thought, get it on the way back, depending on how you feel. Yeah. And on the way back, I, I, I wasn't going to, but it was good that I didn't want to because coming back through, the, the selection was 
terrible. It was like, there was nothing like special. It was all just bog standard stuff, yeah. which is good because it meant I didn't buy anything. Um, but yeah, I was a bit disappointed with that. But um, yeah, I, I felt weird buying a litre of whiskey anyway, going somewhere and then yeah. having to bring it back. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Especially because I wasn't checking any checking any bags or anything. It would have been a pain in the bum to get back in, wouldn't it? Yeah. To travel with. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. there you go. But yeah, it's a bit weird. But uh, there we go. Anyway, that was Dave's trip, everyone. Yeah. So like, just basically go and visit Scotland. Drive around. Enjoy it. It's a beautiful... Especially once you get up to the Highlands. Once you literally... Once we got to Loch Lomond, mm. suddenly the scenery just becomes so special. Uh, yeah. It, it, it like... As you're driving up into Scotland from the UK, you go up the M6, right? And then it turns into the M74 and it's just past the base services. Amazing. That scenery all around there is amazing. And then you get up to Glasgow and then you go past that and mm. and then suddenly it all opens up once you reach Loch Lomond and it's just stunning. Were you at Fort William? We did stop at Fort William, yeah. Yeah, Fort yeah. William's fantastic. Um, ben Nevis, all that kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah, we drove right past all that stuff. Yeah, and that gorgeous, was, uh, that's, gorgeous. It's part stunning, of isn't it? Yeah, amazing. Absolutely stunning. Right, shall we uh, talk about this whiskey? Whiskey. So, Nick, tell me about this distillery then. No, uh, <laughs> I know nothing about it other than <laughs> I saw it online and thought, "Oh, uh, Mizanara Wood." If we've had that before, and it was lovely, and the shivers we had that was finished in Mizanara cask was also lovely. So I figured, why not get something? Nick. Yes, Dave bought this for me, everyone. Thank you very much, Dave. This is part of my part of my 40th birthday bonanza. Um <laughs> but yeah, yes, thank you very much. So Kurayoshi Distillery. They got in a bit of trouble a few years ago, apparently, because oh, this is this is one Japanese whiskey has always been a bit vague sometimes about what they put in the bottle because they didn't have proper regulations. Apparently, this was one of the distilleries where they were kind of sourcing from Scotland and oh. bottling it. Okay. Maybe like in their blends and stuff and uh, not telling people. But again, it, it wasn't legal. Didn't have to. But this one is a single malt made by them, you know, and aged there at the distillery. It's very light in colour, isn't it? I'm guessing it's quite young. Is it young? Um, yeah, again, it's a non-age statement, but I found somewhere that it's only three years. Okay. Um, again, fine. Strength 48%. Um, again bit vague it says aged in Mizanara oak i think it's full term but then i did find on some other website there may be bourbon plus Mizanara finish but i think that website's wrong because it's the i, I think I, I don't know again it's quite vague i i my suspicion is it's full full term Mizanara. uh Mizanara's, um japanese oak everyone we've uh we've gone through this before kind of a tight tight grain on it giving it a very specific taste caucus crispula Apparently, nice. Is the uh, is it Quercus or Caucus? Q. I would say Quercus, but Quercus, Caucus yeah, also yeah, will also work, I guess. Cor- I go, I go Quercus actually with the yeah. E rather than the A, yeah. as we're talking about language today. I mean, who knows? Words are weird. Words are weird. Also, words- who who comes up with these names for plants? Like the the real names of plants, the Latin names are just crazy. Is it still who kind of discovered things and they make and they latify them? And they can choose whatever they, <laughs> they latify. Is that a word? Yes. Uh, that sounds like some kind of app you can get. Latify this. Yes. Yeah. I'll tell you what they've done here as well. If you latify something and it might read a bit differently. On their website, 
the Kuriyoshi website. I think they've kind of done that with, they've just put the Japanese in and then translated it to English. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kuriyoshi, the foothills of Mount Deesden. That's where it's uh, kind of situated. Apparently, that's where they get the water from. That's where they dilute it from. Um, Here is a fine water that is indispensable for whiskey distilling. Kuriyoshi called that life is good. Can't just see that on a podcast, quotation marks. Um, Is the origin of the word. But the annual temperature range in the sea of Japan side is large. <laughs> and the aging of whiskey also advances quickly compared to the actual situation like Isla Island. Yeah? Wow. You get that? It yeah. is no exaggeration to say that whiskey with an E, before they said whiskey without an E, um, is made by barrel and the nature. Our distillery is not big. We have a small number of staff. However, we will continue to strive all the staff with the desire to deliver the best whiskey without any. But uh, anyway, fair enough. You get what they, they get what they mean. Yeah, I, yeah, love yeah. I love that kind of thing. So, uh, what what I was thinking even before you read that, I mean, la- language aside, was that I imagine the reason this that that it doesn't need to be in the wood as long is because climate's different and all that kind of stuff. And I think this wood probably does more to the whiskey than other woods because it's tight grain. Tight. What did you say? It was tight something or other. Yeah, tight to grain. I think. Tight grain. I think. It, I think it grows slower. A bit um, like Swiss, Swiss, Swiss whiskey, Swiss, Swiss whiskey, whiskey. Uh, Swiss oak. I don't remember we were talking about that once. Yeah, it's very tight. So, like a toiger. Do you mean Swedish? Yeah. Oh, I told you I was tired. I told you I was tired before we started. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty sure it was Swedish. Um, yeah, it was. I've just, uh, yeah, wow. I'm a great show, everyone. Um, I did have a bit of Nick's special time before the show. It's been a while since I've had a bit of Nick's special time. I know a little bit just to, uh, you know, it's quite, it's a complex one. On the nose, I, I really like it. Me too. I it's, like the taste too. I haven't, I haven't. <laughs> I've been swirling it around in this Bless glass you. and just enjoying, thank you, uh, enjoying the smell. Fruit pastels is what I'm getting. And like... I'm getting, uh, it's quite lemony, the citrus stuff in there. Kind of yeah. oaky, like oriental, like spiciness. Mmm. Yeah. It's de- yeah, there's definitely a spiciness to it, but also, yeah, that citrusy, the lemon fruit pastel is what I was thinking. You know, the I'll yellow... Bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting a bit of pear as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's mm. very fruity. Mm. Fruit, fruit, spiced fruit. Yes. Like spiced fruit. I'm going to taste it now. The artwork on the bottle is fantastic. We do have a box as well. Um, this, um, it won gold at the World Spirits Competition, San Francisco. At some point, 2019, um, it says on the back here, it is actually made in Japan, distilled and aged at that distillery. Fantastic. Um, this is actually limited edition artwork bottling for the um, international markets. So this is stuff you, they don't sell this in, in Japan. This is for international markets, what we've got here. What do you think of the taste? I like the taste. Uh, do, you do get a sense that it is only three years, but I'm enjoying it. It is nice. Yeah, there's there's something in there that's really nice. Mm. Uh, there's, there's a sweetness to it, isn't there? It does have a bit of smokiness to it as well. Yeah, and It's that, not peated was... or anything, but... Not, there is a smokiness. Not, not blow your head off smokiness, but yeah, there, no. there is an element to it, isn't there? Mm. I'm not sure that uh, someone starting out on a whiskey journey is going to enjoy this one that much. No, no, it's not an easy drinker. 
No, for sure. But it's nice. Yes. Long, long finish. Uh, it burns for a while, doesn't it? Yeah. And that's what I mean by that. Like it, it, it my tongue is still reacting to it. Having mm. not had a sip for about a minute now. Yeah. Um, getting the saliva glands going, which mm-hmm. I enjoy. Uh, so it actually feels a little bit stronger than 48%. Yeah, I can get that. I can get on board with that. It's not uncomfortable for me, but I think some would find that uncomfortable because uh, I like the stronger ones anyway. Because um, I, I, I like that sensation. Yeah. Um, but I know some people don't. Mm. Um, so that's how I feel about it. I can't remember what I paid for it, but I think it was definitely over 50 quid. Um, okay. I think I feel it was over 50 quid. It was a master of malt. That's where I got it from. Yeah. It was 115 pounds. Oh yeah. That's, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, cause um, this was the, this was out of the ones I got you. This was the expensive one. Yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah. 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 Mm. Is it worth that? Not sure. I spent that money. Um, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure. (laughs) The bottle has it's kind of kind of got the Habiki vibe with the bottle. Oh yeah, that's nice. Not quite. It's got you know um, kind of round in the middle. But this artwork as well is um, done by an artist. It's called Thirty Six Views of Mount Fuji. That's what this artwork's called. Oh, very nice. Apparently, by here we go, Katasushki Hokusai. Excellent. You're welcome, well, listeners. Yeah, you've done a great job there. Thanks. So I'm just just looking. The Hibiki Japanese Harmony is seventy quid. Mm. We're a fan of that, weren't we? Yeah, that's yeah. better than this. Having now tasted this, if I was going to mm. spend over sixty, seventy quid on a bottle of whiskey, and they were was my it, two options, is that a blend? That one. It was. Wasn't it, it is a blend. Hibiki. Yeah, but that's a really. I, I mean, it's it's you know just because it's Japanese, it's it's. Maybe I'm being a little bit unfair, but we haven't had that many Japanese whiskies. No. Um, so I'm comparing it to that for that reason. I'm preferring um, the nose than the taste. I definitely prefer it on the nose than the taste. Mm. But that's not to say I'm not I'm not enjoying it. I just think no. for that for that price, it's probably a little bit steep. The mizanariness, um, I'm not I'm not, not recognising. That's I'm not why recognising I'm annoyed, the yeah. mizanariness because everything yeah. else we've had, which is mizanaro, we can kind of pick it out. Not like we're we're not seasoned. You're, you're picking out an, oak, you, an oakiness, which I'm not definitely not on the flavour. I'm getting a little bit on the nose, but not too much. Mm. I think maybe it's that because it's three years, it hasn't had its had its day. If you know what I mean? It hasn't kind of been able to affect. Although it. the shivers, the shivers that were fi- was finished in Mizanara, yeah, that wouldn't have been in there more no. than six months. No, I don't know. This doesn't say anything. They don't give you much information. That's the issue. On the nose, I'm smelling. It, it feels more vanillary that that bourbon cask than a Mizanara cask. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I'm not sure if I can pick it out, but there yeah. we go. And don't get me wrong, I still want to drink this lots. <laughs> yeah, it's really tasty. I will I'm just, be. Uh, I'm yes, just putting yeah. it into perspective of other things we've had and how much it is, and so on and so forth. And we're just being a, perhaps a little bit disappointed with it. Uh, it's probably one of the first whiskies we've done since we started scoring, which doesn't get a mark for did it meet your expectation. I think there may have been another one as well, but it hasn't met my expectation of what I hoped this would be. Let me read what's on the back. Aged in Japanese oak, known as Mizunara. Oaky, with hints of oriental spices, rich mouthfeel and toffee-like sweetness. I'm not sure I'm getting a toffee-like sweetness. I'm definitely not getting any toffee in there. 
No. Still, that's what um, they say. Some other tasty notes are found online, just for our, you know, listeners' benefit. Nose, a fresh floral aroma, followed by sweet vanilla and baking spice with a touch of creamy coconut. Palette, a velvety mouthfeel with rich oak, cinnamon, ginger, and a touch of chilli spice, balanced by toffee sweetness. There's that toffee sweetness again. Finish, smooth and silky. I'm not sure about that. Um, caramel lingers alongside floral oak, tobacco. Maybe that's the smoke of this I'm picking up. And vanilla pod. Yeah, all right, I can, I can get on board with the tobacco. All right, I'm now, I'm now uh, you keep saying toffee. I'm now getting it, but am I getting it because you put that in my head? I feel the toffee's more like a mouthfeel than a flavour. Anyway. What, you feel like you're chewing it? <laughs> At the end, yeah. <laughs> you are. You're a bit like, you know, you just finished a toffee. Yeah. And you got, uh, you know, you got uh, the saliva in your mouth. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not uh, when you're you know doing it. When you just finished and your mouth's fully of saliva, fully, you know, you're just finishing it off. Yeah, you've now that, in fairness. That's a great, great description of what I'm feeling. Uh, how I'm feeling. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know what that was. Right, so we score it. Looks like you already are. So uh, no, I was, getting, <laughs> I was getting the page ready. Mm. I feel like I want to say yes to the further reading just because it's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> not because we got much out of it. We want it to be a bit um, mysterious, don't you? There's some nice pictures and stuff. A high business aspiration could not be composed by individual. I mean, what does that even mean? <laughs> It is vital to have company members be able to sympathise with management philosophy. Wow. The existence of the company is like a family. To contribute to society through the production of liquor with the same beliefs and integration companion. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> You're listening to Whiskey and Things. These British people talk funny. And we're back in the room. All right. We're back in the room. Well, it ends up with 44.29 as an average. Nick gave it 42.86. I gave it 45.71, which I think is probably fair. That ends up in the 40s, the same as the Bladnock Pure Scott Signature Blended Scotch. Above the two in the 30s we've got, which is the Bowmore 12 and the Gordon McFarl Kalila 13, um, which I think you would have expected both of them to be better. Interestingly, I think... Three of those fours you would have expected to be better, like to have got high scores, including this one. Mm. Well, as let this down is its value for money. We didn't Absolutely. give it any in the value for money section, did we? Yeah. I mean, I like the, the bottle. I, I marked it down or didn't give it a mark for the opening. I think it could have been a bit nicer, but, you know, the bottle's nice. I like the artwork and stuff. But yeah, mainly it was the uh, it was the value for money. You know, when you can get like a beaky for half, not even one or half the price, but under 100 quid. Under, yeah. Yeah, 40 quid less is, is the Hibiki um, Harmony, which yeah. is really... Uh, as I was marking it, I, what I did think uh, was actually, if you gave me this as a blind test and said, where is this from? Would I have said Japan? Yeah. And I think I would have probably... Um, it's so easy to say this, but I think it doesn't taste like a scotch. It kind of does, but it kind of doesn't as well. I think I definitely would have said it's New World. Mm. No, I wouldn't have put this scotch territory. No. Um, and actually, the more I'm sitting with it, the more I'm enjoying the aftertaste. There's a yeah. real fruitiness. Like, even now in my mouth, I've not had a sip for ages. And there's a lovely fruitiness at the top of my mouth, which I'm really enjoying. Again, that could just be with 
all other things, all other things that are going on in my life today that might be contributing to that. But I'm sitting here going, oh, top of my mouth feels really nice. <laughs> um, what else has been going on in your life today, Dave? Wow, you know, did just have a sandwich. <laughs> okay. Uh, had a couple of cups of tea. I had some Ribena earlier. You're wearing a very loud T-shirt again. So yeah, I love this. Was, has that contributed to your uh, quite possibly? And I've been looking day? at my, the, the reflection <laughs> of myself in Zoom, thinking, mm, "Fruity." Yeah, he doesn't even have me on. He just has himself. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. busted! Yeah, anyway. <laughs> he doesn't know it's somewhere in the same T-shirt I've worn for the last like five weeks. <laughs> Or Talking of which, Nick, but, uh, I have one of your t-shirts at my house. I took it home when I stayed at you. Stayed really? At yours. Yeah, I obviously scooped it up when I was collecting my clothes from your room. Which one? One of your tight black Primark one, t-shirts. One of my many <laughs> tight black Primark t-shirts. Yeah. yeah, I'm not surprised I didn't miss it. Yeah. To be honest. Um, but yeah, it's been washed. I, I, uh, it's hanging up in my wardrobe. Fantastic. Next time you're down, you can have it back. If you want lovely, to. lovely job. Definitely doesn't fit me. <laughs> I would like it. I would like that back. Anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, on the whole, I, I do like this whiskey. It's not scored well for, for us because again, value for money. Uh, also didn't meet my expectations. I was hoping it'd be better than it is, but that doesn't mean it's not good. I no. just, again, I think that comes into how much I paid for it. And the fact it was the Mizanara cask. And I'm, it's come a hope- long way. Again, you've yeah. got the tariffs and stuff. You've got the import. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, you were to yeah, buy yeah. this out there, it's not going to be that much money. You'd hope not. You'd and hope you think not. the Hibikis and stuff, because it's maybe a bigger company, they get a yeah. better rate and they can import more. This is maybe a less volume, so it's going to cost a bit more. So yeah. unfortunately, that's where it comes comes down. It comes down to business, business, yeah. business, Economy, business, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. All you right. Know, probably going to go up me. as well with fuel. Oh. Fuel prices, tariffs. Oh, should we talk about that? Should we talk about global e- economics, Dave? Let's do it. Sting me. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's never do that. The whiskey. Nicholas, do you have any any other business? No. Even do I? No, I don't think so. We kind of covered it in the beginning with your holiday and uh, your trip to Menorca. Menorca. Menorca or Menorca? In Menorca, water don't taste quite like it ought. Do you remember that? There's a Carling Black Label ever, I think. I was going to say, was that something like that? Yeah. But no, we, yeah, we've done the... We've integrated the Any Other Business into the show into, into seamlessly. Seamlessly. Well, in that case, Nick, Angels about their share. be really short, yes. <laughs> and I've had mine, and you've had yours, listeners. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers 118. for coming. 118? 118. 118. Got your number. You've got my number. Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions.